Welcome, boys and girls and children of all ages, and I don't know, the rest of you out there who, you know what, I know some of you out there were Grinches on Christmas, I know some of you are going to be turds going into the new year, you were turds in 2018, you're going to be turds in 2019, and I've had enough, I'm leaving! Alright, so uh, my name is uh, Dave Taylor, and it's uh, episode 80 of Eat, Sleep, Podcast, and Repeat. Okay, I'm and- back, alright, hold on, I changed my mind. I changed right. my mind. That was my my fake retirement. That was my Brett Favre. Uh, it is episode eight. You know, you come back to Lester Returns every time. I, <laughs> of Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, episode 80. Uh, FM 99, the Fox's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. You can find us on lots of different things. Uh, easiest way to find us everywhere is just going to FM99.com or 1069thefox.com right under the media tab. Just click ESPR. It links you to our most recent episode on our SoundCloud, which, by the way, is one of the many podcasting apps you can find us on. Just search ESPR WWE, and it takes you right to us. Nice and easy. You can follow us, subscribe, wherever you listen. Please leave us a five-star rating and review, but particularly if you're listening on iTunes. That helps us out a lot. Five-star rating and a review. You don't even have to mean it. You can just lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever you could do, it helps us out a lot. And share us on whatever platform you use, especially if you're on, like, you know, say Facebook. By the way, we're at facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter, at ESPR99. And if you'd like to email us, ESPR at FM99.com. Uh, we're number 124 in Nambia, one, uh, 375 in Uruguay, and uh, 101 in Botswana. Nice. Moving up the charts <laughs> in Botswana. Almost top 100 in Botswana. We're moving. How many people are there in Botswana? Uh, I don't know. Uh, All right. In any event, moving up the charts, ladies and gentlemen, moving up. Uh, so help us get up to number – Get. we want to break top 50 in Botswana. That's how we'll know we've Goals arrived. Goals for 2019. That's right. So again, please share us. And uh, again, episode eighty. It's going to be a bit of an abbreviated podcast today. We're not uh, not going to have the usual breaks in there we do normally, um, simply because it's the holidays, and I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, Sean's got one foot out the door. So. I I've been I've been doing the best of Rumble in the morning all week, which by the way you should listen to starts at six a.m. on the weekdays, uh, and it's it's a lot of work. And so I'm kind of I'm struggling to stay awake at this point while Dave and I talk. In fact, at some point you may hear snoring and. Yeah. They'll have to kick me under the table. Yeah. But. Are you going to start like Vince McMahon? Oh, or Santa Claus? Uh, How dare you, sir? Yeah. How dare you? It's Santa Claus. <laughs> it's Vin- Vince Manta Claus. Yeah. <laughs> um, in any event. Or Rhino. Yeah. Something like that. Um, it is, uh, we're, see, and that's the thing. We're going to kind of bypass over the shows this week simply because it was the holiday programs. I mean, they were fine. Well, yeah, the tape but, segments were more interesting because we didn't know what was coming. Right. So, so they did at least give you something new if you knew a the, little, the results. A little, yeah, a little bit. It, it was it was okay. I mean, the most meaningful things coming out of the whole thing are Rusev is now U.S. champion, beating uh, Shinsuke, which is fine. It did nothing for Shinsuke, and Rusev needs to be pushed. Yeah. Uh, hey, Shinsuke question for you. I've seen comments from people saying that maybe— Yes, he is Japanese. Like— is is he giving it his all, or is is he? I think he's giving it, it his all, but I don't think he feels particularly passionate about what he's doing. I like my thing is I feel like he's giving a hundred percent, but where is his bar for a hundred percent at the moment? Because if you're not passionate, if you if your passion is is waning, then even giving a hundred percent, it doesn't seem like a hundred percent because the passion's not in it. Because it seems you like know? like I mean his best match of the year and a match of the year contender was his last man standing match with AJ Styles. Right. The Seth Rollins match wasn't bad, but there's been a couple other matches where. You're but, just, I mean, you know, he's been used sparingly to begin with. Yeah, and a, then, I mean, most of the, the stuff he's been in has had no real teeth to it. So, I mean, what's what, when's he supposed to get a match of the year candidate in there? Yeah. You know, I, I don't 
I don't think it's fair because he's not getting much to do when he's getting no attention whatsoever. Uh, uh, he's the, U- the U.S. championship is a curse. Yeah. Because that championship, nine times out of ten, means nothing, and you disappear off television when you win it. Unless uh, Rusev was one of the only exceptions to that. Yeah. Well, because, Him and John Cena, because John Cena did the open challenge thing. Exactly. But Rusev was one of the exceptions because before that, it was like, you win that U.S. title and nobody sees you for weeks. Yeah. You know, just ask Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the only other real meaningful thing that I took away from the week was AJ and Vince yeah. uh, backstage segment there, which, again, was fine, but I don't care. Like, it doesn't mean much to me until I see where it's going. It was a weird setup because like, cause Vince is like, hey, you're just, you know, AJ Styles, the house at AJ Belt. And like, like, when the hell does he interact with anybody? You know, other, yeah, I don't you know. know. Yeah. But, and we got then we got women's tag team championships coming. Yeah, we got those coming. Kind of a lackluster announcement. I, I hope they make a bigger deal out of it going forward, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Is it if this is just another setup for Bailey and Sasha to turn on each other again? I'm gonna throw something. I'm gonna throw a person. Uh, but but, think, but thinking about, it, I thought like, well, this is great because you know if they do the factions with the because you got the Riot Squad still together. Obviously, yeah, I love the Riot Squad. Uh, Mandy and um, Sonya Deville. It's uh, yeah on SmackDown and. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be at some point Natalia and uh, Ronda if she drops the title. (laughs) Yeah, well, whenever that happens. But, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. We'll just have to see what happens. Uh, Again, I'm hoping it gets a little more excitement going forward. Yeah. Um, But, really, I don't have much else to talk about from the holiday shows. It was, And, again, there's nothing. there was really nothing bad about them. No. There was just nothing newsworthy because they were taped shows that were just there for the holidays. But the wrestling was decent, though. We're waiting for the, the new era or whatever it's going to be yeah. uh, of of WWE to start. Although the most disappointing thing of the two shows was Elias versus uh, Bobby Lashley for a match that you that should be delivering plunder. Mm-hmm. This was pretty pretty tame. You yeah, know, it was. I mean, but it was one of those holiday fights. Yeah, but, you, mean, but usually there's more. You know, not the comedic part because Bobby's not really a comedic guy. But. Right. I, I see. My thing is, I didn't expect much from it because whenever they give me a miracle on 34th Street fight. Yeah, I'm always gonna roll my eyes at it immediately because it's a holiday gimmick match. It's, yeah, it's I just want so, I just want something to get thrown through a Christmas tree. Now over on SmackDown, they had um, oh, who did a gimmick fight on that one? Oh, I can't remember. There was a holiday gimmick match on SmackDown too. Well, I mean, you had uh, you, you had uh, Mustafa Ali uh, taking on CN, but that was not a, a gimmick no, that match. wasn't it. Uh, you this had, is what they call filling time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you you had uh, let's see, you had uh, Hardy versus uh, Samoa Joe, but that was a regular match. You had the Miz and and Shane McMahon in an awkward segment. That was an awkward segment, and I still don't <laughs> get why we're doing this. I don't need Shane in a match. No any more matches. No. I, I just don't, and I darn sure don't need him contending for the tag team championship. No, we don't need that either. We don't need that. I can't get my usual thing to pull up here, so I can tell you who was in that match. But either way, I remember there being another one that was better than I expected it to be. Was that a SmackDown? I think so, yeah. I believe uh, so. Um, see the, well, you had the tag match. The Usos, the, hey, Gallows and Anderson showed up in the Barn Sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about it, really, for matches. You had, uh, it, let me go back and look for matches. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, you well, yeah, Truthy Claws. You had, that was fun. Truth, you know, I, I did kind of like that. Uh, we get a, we get a little grin, a little grinchiness. And, and, you know, and our truth, and you know, like I, I enjoy this kind of our truth mm-hmm. when he's like this way or whatever, you know. And and Daniel Bryan, man, Daniel Bryan's so good. Like Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan is, so is like the one guy that can make saving the environment an evil thing. <laughs> right? No, I get that. I get that. It's like ah, everything's melting and whatever, and people are booing him. It's like, well, he's right, but. <laughs> We're just gonna boo the guy who wants to save the environment, right? Only in the WWE. <laughs> Maybe what, am I getting it wrong? Was it on Raw that I'm thinking of? Well, yeah, it was, it was uh, Elias and uh, yeah, was, I remember was, that. But I like, and then you had Santa Claus, you know, with uh, Heath Slater coming am out. Am I letting Am I letting Dave 
paint my paint my opinion for me, which <laughs> which is dangerous. Um, in any event, so yeah, that was the stuff from Raw and SmackDown this week that was kind of any kind of meaningful whatsoever. Yeah. Moving along, we're going to dive right into it now. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Did you hear that build up? I do. Oh, it's amazing. It's wonderful. It's like award show type. Music. Yes. It's wonderful. And it is that reason for that is because I'm stalling here because I don't know what I'm going to say next. <laughs> it is the ESPR end of the year awards ceremony thing that we do annually. This is the. Third time? Uh, second time. Second time. Yeah, it's only episode 80. So. That's right. I knew that. Second yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> I math. I do math so good. Yeah, so it's our second time doing this, and we're going to dive uh, into what we thought was the best, and in case some cases, the worst yeah. of the year. Yeah, so we'll start with uh, best, uh, I, I think, before we get to the wrestler awards. I, was gonna say, I think you shows. start bottom to bottom to the top. Yeah, uh, yeah. The best pay-per-view of the year. Best pay-per-view of the year. It had to be a takeover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, any, any of the takeovers. Now, if we didn't count a takeover. if we, Okay, if we're not counting takeovers. But I would say War Games was pretty damn good. War Games was really damn good. But the takeovers are always good. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost unfair. Um, the takeovers are always good. War Games was really damn good. Um, I don't know. What do you think the best show was of the year? Uh, you, you, the one I enjoyed, I think, that surprised me was Evolution. You know what? That's a good call. I didn't think of that one because I thought of it as a network special, but you're right. It was a pay-per-view. It was an yeah. actual pay-per-view. And Evolu- I, you know, I'm going to go with you. It was meaningful. It felt yeah. important. There were really good matches on it. Yeah. There was some good nostalgia and stuff. I'm going to go with Evolution. Yeah. I, I, overall, it was consistent. I mean, Hell in the Cell was good for the most part. Survivor Series got better after the first Survivor half. Series got better as it went. Yeah. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go with you. I think it was Evolution. That's a good call, actually. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that one. Uh, worst pay-per-view of the year. Oh, I mean, is there any doubt about what this one is? Well, you mentioned one, and I thought... Like, What's well, funny, because it would have been the worst before. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's funny because of the connection. Because last year, like, I'm thinking, with Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. But this year, <laughs> Crown Jewel. Jewel. I mean, <laughs> really, really, really bad. What sucks? And again, technically, I guess it was a network special, right? Yeah, Crown yeah, Jewel. yeah, yeah. But you know what? We're was, splitting hairs at yeah, that point. yeah, yeah. Crown Jewel was the worst thing I watched yeah. all year. It was really bad. It was painful. Other than that episode of Raw that was the worst thing I watched yeah. all year. Crown Jewel was horrible. Pa- painful matches. Um, and, you know, Shawn Michaels come back completely wasted here. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And yeah, I, I know Triple H got hurt. Uh, the, the the best of the world thing, which was a stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully, hopefully this is the kind of things like that that the WWE will fix going forward. God, I hope so, because... That was they had they, somebody needs to point to that show and say, "Hey, everything about this one, scrap that because it was terrible." Yeah, like this is what was wrong with the company, which is really crazy because Evolution and Crown Jewel were in the same week. I know, <laughs> but I think that made Crown Jewel look even worse because Evolution was so good. Yeah, you know, Evolution was so good, and every, and Crown Jewel just wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Best comeback for a wrestler this year. Is Best it comeback? Because I mean, we had Dean Ambrose's injury. We had Dean Ambrose. You had Daniel Bryan. Although we had Daniel Bryan, his comeback wasn't great, though. No, no, it was it's emotional just... when he announced he could come back. Yeah, but the come, but the comeback itself actually wasn't that great. No, because because they, they had the lame match at WrestleMania. Which yeah, Shane you had Rey Mysterio. Yeah. He debuted. Uh, came came back this year. Um, does Drew McIntyre count since he made his? Re- he came back to the main roster. Hmm. You know. Well, it wasn't like an injury or anything. No, but he was gone. He got fired, yeah. remember? He got released, and then he came back, and he was in NXT, and he finally came back to the main roster. Now, that being said, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd give it to him either. Yeah, but I mean, Shawn Michaels came back. <clears throat> uh, we don't remember that. that. How, how, 
in a year, seriously, all right, get behind me on this one, Dave. <laughs> in right. a year, in a single year, Dave, we had the returns of Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. How is this year not amazing? Like, that just goes to show you how bad the booking has been this year. We had three returns that by themselves should have been amazing. All three of them in the same year? Oh, get out of here. That's a, that's incredible. But all three of them have been underwhelming. Absolutely. Um, you, you, yeah, God, like Bobby Lashley, Bash, yeah, Bobby Lashley came yeah. back. You had uh, you know, Samoa Joe assert came back. Well, he didn't come back. He, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess he kind of did. Yeah. I don't really know that there was a great comeback this year, Dave. Um, you, you know, yeah, Ambrose's booking wasn't great. Uh, no, but you know what? He might Undertaker, be the Undertaker. You know, Am- came Ambrose back. is. Yeah, I don't count Undertaker because he goes and comes yeah. away so much. It, it, like you said, law of diminishing returns for me. I might go with Ambrose just because his was the only thing that meant anything. Yeah, because he came Cause it back. Fed into a bigger story, and yeah, it's still ongoing at this point. You yeah, know? yeah. I, I mean, it, it's a little. It's weird because he's stagnant right now, and then Daniel Bryan is on fire. <laughs> I know, I know, and it kills me because Daniel Bryan has nothing to do with his comeback. I guess what do we consider the comeback? Is it just the initial thing, or is it he's coming back and everything this year as a result of his coming back? That's a good question. Because if it's just the initial around it, I'm probably gonna. I guess I guess Dean. I'll give you that because the crowd was hot. Yeah, it, but if we're it, talking about everything that's resulted from the comeback. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, then I feel like it's Daniel Bryan. Yeah, well, because you didn't expect it. You knew Dean at some point was coming back. Right. You just don't know when. You know, Daniel's right. saying, hey, I've been cleared. Yeah. yeah. Y- you know. So, it's, you know what? You know, I, you know what? I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to give it to Daniel Bryan. For one, the emotion of him just being able to come back. And B, if we're talking about the things that resulted from that, then this heel turn is part of that. Yeah, it, it took six months to get there. But uh, we got there. But, man. It, and in the right process, now. we got big cast fired. So, win-win. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right, uh, most improved wrestler of the year. Most improved. You know, last year I think we had like I think Braun Strowman. I think Braun won it last yeah. year. Yeah. And Braun's been consistent this year, but I don't think he's got any better. Ronda Rousey. How could it not be Ronda Rousey? Well, I, I'd say she's rookie of the year by far. I think she's rookie of the year, but she's also most improved because as the year's gone on, she's just gotten better. I you know I, I agree with you on that because you know her matches have been great. I mean, now she, her matches have been very good to great. Yes. Like, that's yeah. been her reign, and, and I'm stunned by that. And I will say this. In the Natalia match uh, on Raw was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, definitely. Probably one of her – probably her best Raw match. Probably so. And she hasn't but, had many. But. No, no. Well, but I think in this one, because maybe she's had time or maybe working with Natty, who's Natty a pro. Helped, Natty helped train her. Yeah. So she's got a good familiarity with Natty, and, yeah. and I'm and, sure they were, they had it all figured out. And they told a good story. That That's the one thing, and I'm hoping – She's great. You know, the, the Nia Jax match at the last pay-per-view was good. Was, a, was better than you expected. Every time, it's like we go in every time yeah. and we expect the matches to, mm, I don't know how this one's going to go. And then every time we walk away going, that was way better than I thought it was going to yeah. be. And I don't know when eventually we're going to get it and just go, maybe she's just good at this. You know? Well, well, I think part of it is that, I mean, she does rehearse these matches. I mean, she does, but I mean, well, but you well, say that event, so. she rehearses these matches. The pay-per-view matches. Well, a lot of these guys rehearse their matches for pay-per-views. They work them out a million times yeah. on house shows before they ever get to the pay-per-view. So it's not like she's the only person doing this. And on top of which, like in this last one, we talk about Nia Jax, who's also still very new at this. Yes. So it's yeah. not like she was in there rehearsing a match with Natty or with, you know what I mean? She was in there rehearsing a match with somebody else who's very new at this as well. But but the stuff in that match, uh, Ronda's punches, uh, the high cross body was one of the yeah. best that we've 
seen in years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, but, yeah, so, know. I mean, I think Ronda wins two awards with this one thing. Yeah. She wins rookie and most improved. Yeah, absolutely. I, cause I can't think of other rookies. I mean, other than some NXT guys, but uh, – yeah. But she's that. And uh, even then, most of them aren't rookies. They're just rookies to the WWE. Ronda Rousey is one of the few times we can point to a quote-unquote rookie and say she's the legitimate rookie. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's like, it's a weird like, comparison with like Kurt Angle, who came in. Now, Kurt was around the business a little bit. you know, A little, but, but I would still consider him rookie of the year because he did not have a background in professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So And, and, and his personality. Man, what, once, God, he had such a personality. Once they let, they're able to tap into that, it worked out. Um, and that's another comeback. This year too, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. But uh, and his his wasn't bad. It was last year, but he came back. You know, he's been yeah, coming on. Yeah. He's kind of like yeah. a part time guy now. Uh, NXT call ups that deserve better. Besides all oh, of them, got all of them. Um, <laughs> NXT call ups that deserve better. Authors of pain. Authors of pain definitely deserve better. Um, um, God, Andrade Cien almost deserves better. Yeah, at least he's in high profile matches, but he's but not he loses winning. all yeah, of them he and does. he gets no fanfare whatsoever. No. He gets no real story or anything. Yeah. Um and sanity who gets nothing. I mean, oh, literally man. nothing most yeah. of the time. Looks like we might be um. Yeah, I think people, there, people but... remember that they were back. Um, uh, you know, God, it, it seems like there's some other ones this year. Oh, it's uh, been a bunch. Yeah, but those those. Two but I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with. Um, I think mine's gonna be Andrade Cien, Al- Cien Almas. He, right. uh, he's just the dude is so good, and he proved that during his run as world champion on NXT. And Vega can be an amazing manager and mouthpiece if they let her for serious storylines. Yeah. But they've been in nothing but goofy stuff since they got there or meaningless throwaway matches where he just jobs to somebody. Well, well hopefully, and maybe the last two weeks, it maybe is a sign of, of what to come. I mean, he, he made it in a tag match. Uh, you know, with How'd Daniel that work Bryan. out for him? Well, he didn't, take, he didn't eat the pin. I mean, no, you're, I know, you're tagging but... with Daniel Bryan, and, you're, and he's the one that eats the pin? I mean, I get that, but you I know, also think Vince sees Dan O'Brien as very beatable. Yeah, you know I, I can see I mean? that too. Yeah, but, but so. the, the Mustafa Ali thing though is, is enjoyable right now. I enjoy, the, I enjoy the Mustafa Ali thing. I do enjoy that. You know, but he, he was not. He's a two hundred five live guy. He was an NXT guy. I know. Uh, which, by the way, props two hundred five live for getting their stuff together. And exactly. see, 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 that's what we wanted, and now. People go, hey, do this with your other stuff. Well, what kills me is that they're taking them seriously, and so they're taking them off 205 Live. <laughs> and I'm like, well, stop that, damn it. <laughs> I mean, he's still there, but still. Yeah, but the Buddy Murphy show right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worst feud of the year. Worst feud of the year. I mean, it could I mean, the uh, ongoing Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns feud was terrible. Yeah, which is where because um, some people said that, like, WWE, I think, had that as their best feud of the year. Yeah, like, I know, yeah. I know, I saw that. <laughs> It, it, it was, you know, the authors of pain and the uh, and the that was Bob, Bobby Roode and uh, and Jason. Uh, not Jason. That was uh, really bad. That was really Chad Gable. But I'm only going to give that one a pass simply because it was so short lived. Yeah. Um. You, well, you had for me, the worst big, big feud of the year drags everybody down. You know what I mean? And it, and it 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 is I mean horrible. And for me, that's oh god. Um, I'm going big cast and Daniel Bryan. That was a really bad feud. That was a really, really bad feud. Um, and who did Baron Corbin? Born Baron Corbin, Corbin and everybody was pretty bad. <laughs> um, literally, Baron Corbin and everybody. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm trying to think of another really bad feud in there somewhere. Um, I guess the most of the rest of them haven't been bad necessarily, so much as just boring. Yeah. You know? But I think you might be right. Daniel Bryan and uh, Cassis might have been the worst. Um, it may have been the worst feud. It was really, really awful. I mean, I think you could also make a strong argument for Natalia and Ruby Riot just because of the Jim Neidhart factor. Yeah. A lot of people not liking that. That was tasteless. Um, but yeah, I don't think the Brian Big Casting helped anybody. It didn't help anybody, and 
it it brought the whole story down. Brought it ruined Daniel Bryan's momentum coming back. Yeah, big, yeah. big cast is on the way out. I'm with you. That's that's the worst one. Yeah. Now, what was the best feud of the year? The best feud of the year is it Charlotte and uh, and, and Becky. Becky. That's yeah, a good. Yeah, that's yeah, a that, good. I mean, that one's been you know going on since SummerSlam, and there's still good a rivalry. Uh, I mean, Braun and Brock, Brock yeah, and yeah. Roman. Um, Becky and. Uh, Ronda even hasn't even had a match. That's <laughs> been an amazing rivalry already. Yeah. Um, I could get behind that. Uh, I thought AJ Styles and Samoa Joe was a pretty good feud. That was a good feud. Um, because, because and that one like wrapped up, if you will, I mean, pretty decisively. Yeah. But, yeah. man, it was pretty intense. Samoa Joe, outstanding. Oh, yeah, fantastic. You know, great promo cutter. But I think, honestly, it might have been. Um, it's not over yet. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan was pretty well. I guess it is over now. Probably it looks like they might be moving their separate ways. Yeah, yeah. It no. was short lived, but it was a really good feud. Um, yeah, Seth but and- I think you might be right. Charlotte and Becky's probably. How do you not say they were? I mean, that was heated, and everybody was hot for those matches. Yeah, I mean, Seth yeah. and Dean. Uh, obviously, they the terrible. I should say terrible match, but just uh, no. It's been really lackluster. No, the match yeah. was pretty bad, Dan. Yeah, yeah, the match well, was, was gonna, pretty bad. Was All right, so Becky and Charlotte, and I blame a lot of that on Dean Ambrose. Suck it, Dean. You know, it's 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 weird because just the way he yeah he wrestles, it's just, it uh, doesn't work. Like that style doesn't work for being the con- the heel in control of the match. That is a boring, slow style to watch. When he's fighting from underneath and he's being scrappy and whatnot, that's one thing. But when he's just sitting there and rest holds for eighty five, I mean, this is what people got on Orton for for so yeah, long. Yeah, but and that's sad. But Orton did it better. I mean, Orton was still boring in a lot of those matches, but even Orton did that better than Dean Ambrose did it in that match against Seth Rollins. He's going to have to really rework that if he wants to stay on top as a heel. Oddest WWE booking in 2018 that we scratched Oddest your heads. booking. I mean, it has to be AOPP, right? Uh, yeah, AOPP. AOPP. You or- take these big destructive guys and you turn them into a P joke? Like, I, I, is it... I mean, is there anything but that that that, that joke um, or that that storyline? Boring Corbin. Uh, well, I wouldn't call it odd. I mean, that was I still found like there was a reason for yeah. that, and it served a purpose. The AOPP thing to me was just stupid. Shane McMahon winning the uh, best in the world. Okay, you know what? You're right. That's the <laughs> that's the worst one. That is the worst, oddest choice out of the whole thing. I built up a whole pay per view for yeah. something that stupid. Yeah, because they built it up. Remember how Kurt got all those freaking videos yeah. built yeah. up to him? He's like the only one they focused on. Yeah, and then he was out in round one in like six minutes. What the hell? Like, that was so bad. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. I'd forgotten yeah. about how mad yeah. I was about that until you said it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, best of the world. All right. Um, let's get to the good stuff. Okay, thank God. All right. Uh, tag team of the year. Is it the bar? Is it the Usos? I'm going to go the bar. I'm going to go the bar. They've been consistent all year, and right now yeah. they're, not Nicholas they're, they're back and, on top and, of their game not, again. Oh, oh, out of booking decision, Nicholas and Braun Strowman? <laughs> that's true that's true that's a, at least that ended quickly yeah yeah um hey but hey nicholas undefeated at wrestlemania how about that's that true. winning your first match ever at WrestleMania. He's, he, he's got an undefeated streak now the undertaker's <laughs> is over but nicholas's has just could, begun. could you imagine like in 10 years or 15 years nicholas years becomes old, an actual wrestler he becomes an actual wrestler that'd be funny that'd be really funny attacks braun Strowman. who is this guy it's like oh it's yeah, your replaces, partner <laughs> yeah comes in takes out braun Strowman. that'd be really good actually if braun's still around in 10 years Built this up 10 years ago uh, <laughs> uh the bar had a good year yeah. Other, other than the the match of WrestleMania, I mean, Usos and New Day, and everybody's been on point. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, but, yeah, but, they but need, I'm just going with the bar. They need to te- treat. Okay, one thing you need to do in 2019: treat the tag teams like they mean something, not a throwaway. Nobody on Raw means anything. No. So that no, it's sad immediately. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the tag match they had on Monday was was pretty good. For, it was good, but it didn't mean anything because the tag teams don't mean anything right yeah, now. Exactly, like at this point, yeah. you're working so hard to rehab the whole thing yeah, you know. that it's going to take a little while. I mean, the B team could be talented if we just don't know that because they're a joke. Mm, it could be. <sighs> match of the year, and, I, and I'm torn between three matches. Okay. All right. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura for – I'm not counting any NXT things because right. those were great. But Shinsuke – That's not fair. A, AJ – That's not fair. The last man standing match. NXT matches this year were amazing, Dave. That's yeah, not fair. Yeah. The War Game matches, uh, Johnny Gargano. The War Games match was amazing. Johnny Gargano and uh, Tomasa Chapa, uh, that one match where it was like, I thought it was a little, not, it was not a little long, but the one where he, uh, anything goes kind of thing, and he ate the yeah. DDT at the end. But man, that was a, but just the emotion in that match. And the two Becky and Charlotte matches, the third one, or the one being with uh, Asuka and the Triple Threat, and then the last woman standing match at TLC. Which was just we we knew is what's really weird that the TLC match like we knew it was going to be great yeah and then that match de- even delivered it's like it lived up to the hype agreed absolutely and, and, it and was the, fantastic yeah is what it was and, and, and then Becky and Charlotte at uh, last uh, last woman standing yeah at Evolution was like I mean we talked you know you mentioned it War Games War Games was amazing this year again it was yeah. it was a hell of a match you know what I mean um I'm trying to think of the other matches from the year I'm. Uh, Oh, you know what? I forgot about this. It was another NXT match. I mean, I could do this all day. Uh, it was Mustache Mountain versus the Undisputed Era from Takeover uh, Takeover Brooklyn Four. Ah, such a good match. The selling of the knee and the whole nine yards. Um, and those guys had a great little feud uh, going back and forth. Um, that was an amazing series of matches in NXT. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else the. You brought up Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, yeah. Johnny which, Gargano and Alistair Black from War Games. Which, was, which, by the way, that that you know we didn't mention feud of the year because yeah. we mentioned Beckett and Becky and Charlotte. But holy crap, yeah. uh, that feud because the fact that you changed, uh, you know, this uh, Gargano's character and that you know that match, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. You know, Alistair Black and um, uh, Velveteen Dream. Well, that was the previous year, I think. That was before. What, what, what they fought? Um, did they fight the last takeover? Or no, that was um, no, that was takeover and Champa. That, that was Champa, uh, uh, Dream and Champa. Yeah, which was right. fantastic. Yeah, which was fan freaking fantastic. Yeah, if you don't do a lot of NXT War Games this year, was great. Seriously, go uh, out of your way to watch any of those. Um, but if I'm picking match of the year, mm, it to me it comes down to spectacle as well as like the actual performance in the match the, of the people in it. And that makes it so hard to pick. I thought that for me, it's probably a tear—a tear between the War Games match, Alistair Black and Johnny Gargano, and the TLC match with Becky and Charlotte. Yeah, or right, well, Evolution because there's two. I'm sorry, they, yes, they, they, yes. Both, they both had I mean, both those matches were were great. I guess in the WWE. Although side, you know, it's funny we bypassed right over this just because it was you know near the beginning of the year. Uh, what about Ronda? Oh, and, and, and with Kurt Angle and Triple Kurt H, Angle and Triple H and Stephanie, which ended up being one of the most entertaining matches of the year. Yeah, yeah um, definitely the best match from WrestleMania. Uh, that that one gets an honorable mention just because it was it was so good at WrestleMania. It delivered more than what we thought. Oh my God, did it ever! And people were invested in it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But I think I'm finally going to give I'm going to give the nod to uh, I'm going to give the nod to Charlotte and Becky in the TLC match. I just can't not. Do you want the Evolution match or TLC? I can go either way. So. <sighs> Because the, the, the TLC had Asuka, yeah, that's which right. was great. You know. No, we're going Evolution. Yeah. We're going Evolution. I think because that was the first time, and, and it finally let Becky be Becky, yeah, if you will. And the crowd was hot for that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm all excited now. No, you know, <laughs> damn it, I can't decide. 
Takeover or not Takeover at the Evolution or at TLC. They're both so good. I'm going Takeover. We'll go Takeover. We're sticking Takeover. Are you going to take I War think. Games? For, I don't know. Dave, don't make me change my mind again. Damn it, I can't. All right, okay. WWE match of the year, Becky and Charlotte Evolution. Okay. NXT match of the year. Okay, War sure. Games. Yeah, okay. There we go. That works. That works for me. Which, <laughs> the, the spot at War Games, and, and, and I forget. The like, but, quadruple suplex powerbomb tower of doom type thing. Well, that, but the, when, the, when the guys were beating up the one guy and, the, and they had him, um, and they, I think it was... Uh, that disputed air had him like blocked off. They did the flip over. Oh, the that was so good. Ricochet lift, <laughs> yeah. left over yeah. to save um, Pete Dunn, I think it was. Yeah. 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 Which, by so the way, good. Pete Dunn. Oh, he's amazing. Pete um, Dunn's amazing. One of the best wrestlers of the year. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, UK NXT champion the whole year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, he's amazing. Yeah. Need to see more of that guy. He's amazing. All right. Um, I guess I guess we go with the headline first, like the overall wrestler of the year. Male or female? Well, male wrestler of the year. Do we include NXT guys, or are we just doing main roster? I, I think we probably need. Well, I, I'm trying to think in the main roster. AJ was it's consistent p- all year. Consistent, you know. Did I mean he had the great match with Shinsuke? Um, but I wasn't like overly wild. You know what? I'm gonna give it because you just brought him up, and we hadn't discussed him beforehand. But I'm giving male wrestler of the year to Pete Dunn. The dude had great matches all yeah, year long, yeah. and like you said, he was champion all year long, and he's hot as ever. People love that dude. I'm sticking with with Pete Dunn. I I, I, I agree with you. And the runner ups, I mean Tomasa Ciampa. Tomasa Ciampa wow. had an amazing year wow. as champion and everything. Charlie uh, Gargano. If, yeah. if he can. What's funny is those three guys <laughs> all above anybody on the main roster right now. Yeah. Which would be followed by like AJ Styles or um, maybe Daniel ma- Bryan. Maybe Daniel Bryan now. Uh, yeah. Braun Strowman. You know he's been busting his butt all year. Uh, I would say. Outside of that, you know, I mean, we could just be realistic about this and name Superstar of the Year, Female Wrestler of the Year, and Male Wrestler of the Year because she calls herself the man. That's uh, <laughs> Becky like Lynch. That. Yeah. Uh, because, it, first of all, if Dave tried to say anybody else was Female Wrestler of the Year, I'd come across the table at him. And if he said that anybody else was Superstar of the Year, I'd come across the table at him. Uh, what she's done for the business for the last six months. Look, I, I, I've always liked Becky. I've always liked Becky. Uh, you know, and I remember the, the Women's Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. which, you know, you know, which uh, she was involved in. She came out first with her and Sasha. And I remember when she got eliminated. Like people, the crowd was so pe- mad. People booed. So mad. You know, that they yeah. were mad. And it's like, like oh, yeah. And, the, you know, an afterthought of WrestleMania. And we said, how do you not realize how much people want <laughs> Becky? Yeah. You know? And then, you know, I think it was the SummerSlam show. I think it was uh, HR and I reviewing it. And I still like, like, did you hear the pop that she got when she hit Charlotte? Did you say HR? Did you call her HR? But that's what we call her on the show, HR. I've called her Janice a hundred times. Oh, oh, I call her HR. I didn't call her by name. <laughs> oh, well, Janice. Uh, so, you know, I said, like, the pop that she got, it's like, you know, trying to make her heal isn't going to work because people want to get behind her. This yeah. this isn't going to WWE forcing their hand. You're going to like Charlotte because Charlotte's, you know, and then. Holy crap! That you, didn't work. You, you know, I, um, I wonder if if she didn't get punched in the face by Nia Jax. Yeah, where would we be right now? Because because would, would, would she have lost? Would she I think have we'd have got a schmozzy finish at at Survivor Series and oh. gotten no real definitive finish. I think we would have got a very similar finish to what we were going to get with Charlotte and Ronda. Probably, I would you hope. Know, I would have hoped to build up to them still few and i think what would have happened is this is long-term booking from my point of view as i think a lot of it would have happened the way it happened without charlotte involved yeah i think it would have been becky goes crazy on on ronda beating with the kendo stick yada 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 so we get a kind of a non-finish type thing i think then she has a match with oscar at uh tlc, TLC. Probably, yeah or maybe charlotte whatever regardless 
she comes out, Ronda would come out and cost Becky the title regardless, and that going to build forward to where they're going with whatever this is. Well, I, I think before that, I think they would have pushed for Charlotte and Ronda at WrestleMania before any of all that happened. Right. Because I think that was like... The, well, I think the thing was, I think with how hot Becky was going, they knew that that was... Oh, at that point, yeah, go. yeah. Well, I think the injury, I think, helped her out because now it's like, oh, we still want Ronda, we still want Becky because we haven't gotten it yet. I yeah. mean, we're talking about the build for a match. You know, thank goodness they're on separate brands. I don't, yeah, I don't want, I don't want them on the same brand right now. Mm-hmm. You know, keep them separate because, you know, it's amazing that when, like, other than when President Trump tweets, that when Becky tweets, that gets news. <laughs> I follow hers way more closely than I follow his. So. Well, I'm just saying, but you know, like when, like that when people tweet and people don't pay attention. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. When she tweets, yeah, it's a news story. What's funny is I want to say CBS Sports or somebody named Becky wrestler of the year yeah. or something like that and they made a big stink about how they were like she breaks the mold by being the first woman or whatever to be named wrestler of the year and i'm sitting here thinking to myself like who else were you gonna pick like yeah. i mean there was no other option like don't pat yourself on the back too hard i mean charlotte's been great ronda's been great but yeah but Becky's, no there's nobody who's is on fire in the wrestling world right yeah, now as, yeah as I, I mean, would you have you know it's one thing when when they had what hell in the cell was the last year sasha who who you know that somebody needs to be treated better yeah um, but Sasha and Charlotte fought, but it's like they main evented because, Hey, we're going to give the women the main event, yeah. but, but not because like it had the emotion behind it. They had a good feud, yeah. but it didn't have, you know, but like Charlotte wh- and Becky deserved it yeah, because that, of the emotion it, and the story and the, and when they fought at evolution, I mean, yeah. it, look, I, I know Ronda's going to close the show. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense for that. But when, when, you know, they followed that up, you know, Becky and Charlotte with, uh, with Bree or Nikki and, uh, yeah. and and Ronda, and it was tough. It is a different style of match. Oh, very different. You know, but but that really I think stood out. And then at TLC, they main evented because people wanted to see that. Yep. You know, they didn't yep. steal the show because when you're the main event, you are the show. And Daniel yeah. was a good match too. It was really good. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Wrestler of the year, the man, Becky Lynch. That's right. Congratulations. This yes. award means everything to you. You know, it's weird because like when we because we, somebody tweet her and tell her that she got wrestler of the year on our show. Yeah, for SPR. We'll have to do that. Maybe, maybe we'll tag her <laughs> tag her and tell her she got that ESPR's wrestler of the year award. Yeah. Maybe she'll respond to go, oh ESPN. And then she'll maybe, retweet. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe she'll just reply and you know what? Reply and shame us. I don't care. I'd love that. Yeah. If we could rate a Becky Lynch insult tweet, I'd be all over that. Uh, but yeah, but her Twitter game is on point. By the way, uh, the, the uh, oh, uh, I know we didn't really do news because and thanks for sharing the story. It was um, uh, Animal Road Warrior Animal? Oh, get out of here with that nonsense! <laughs> animal saying she needs to stop calling herself the man and uh, that she should go back to she needs to be a never say die white meat baby face. Uh, that's what really works in the business. Oh, I'm sorry. The thing that she was for, you know, uh, two or three years leading up to this yeah. to moderate success at best. Well, right now she's the hottest thing in the wrestling world. Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm really not. But she is right now more popular than ha- than Animal has ever been in his life. Uh, he was a tag team wrestler. He was part of a team that was very popular. Yeah. For a long time, it was called the Road Warrior Pop is what they called it. Um, then it became known as the Austin Pop. You know what I mean? And now it's getting it's getting to the point where it's going to be the Becky pop after a while. Well, when you when when you're a star that you have Eric Bischoff mm-hmm. talking about you mm-hmm. and saying that uh, you know she's doing her own tweets and whatever everything else, like it makes her believable. Yeah, John Cena is talking about you. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Steve Austin has been, but when people in the industry who are not your current peers, yeah, but, you know, people that have you know, been a part of the industry for years are talking about you. Yeah, you've you've made it. Yeah, and, and uh, I, Animal just comes across as literally. Every time he talks these days, all I hear is, get off my lawn, you kids. He, he comes across as nothing but a sour old dude 
who is angry that he isn't a bigger deal in the wrestling world. Okay, I I am like I was a part of like the Road Warriors heyday, mm-hmm. uh, being a little bit older. Um, I was never a huge fan of the team. Like I got it because it came out yeah, and, of course, and, and yeah. they beat the hell out of people. Uh, but I was always bothered by Hawks like selling or lack of selling. I, I was going to say what selling? Is that what bothered you? Because he didn't. When he, when he took a power driver and he'd stand right up. It's yeah, and like, I know that was part of their gimmick. I know it was because they were tough. But but it was but it, it's so funny because they'll talk about other people doing things that don't make any sense storytelling wise and whatnot. And then you've got them doing that. It's like really, guys, really the pile driver is supposed to be a finisher, and you yeah. really. Uh, and then what kills me is he said that, um, what was it? When there's women main eventing, uh, the pay-per-views, there's something's wrong with the business. And it's like, no, here's the thing. If the women were main eventing in brawn panties matches, yes, there would be something wrong with the business. Yeah, yeah. Women are main eventing because they deserve to main event because they're having the best matches and they have the best feuds. Because this is the match people want to see. Yeah. This uh, this is what we had to sit through three and a half hours of whatever the hell of TLC. Yeah. Uh, you know, a t- if a Road minute. Warrior Animal was main eventing in 2018, something would be wrong with the business. His best main event match was uh, In Your House Stampede, which was a 10-man tag match, which was out freaking standing. But he, but only because but he wasn't the big part of it. It was because right. the Hart family on the other side. Right. Um and all that, but uh, no, no, animal. Yeah, they're made of any because that's the match we want to see close to the show. That's what that's we right. waited for. So hashtag grumpy old animal. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's it this week. Uh, next week we want to hear your responses. We want to know who you think is best wrestler of the year, show of the year, uh, match of the year, all those things that we were talking about. It's up on our Facebook page. Go check it out. You can see that on there if you want to go ahead and reply. Tell us what and, our best uh, episode of the year was. <laughs> yes, tell us what our best episode of the year was. Tell us what you loved the most about us from the year. That's what we'd like to hear. But seriously, send all that stuff to us, uh, ESPR at FM99.com, or you can leave it under the comments on our Facebook page uh, on that post for best stuff of the year. And next week, that'll be in the listener mail section. We want to hear from you. Get on it. Do it. I don't yeah. want to just hear from Josh. And um, there's one person we always get an email from, and I can't think of his name. Uh, 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 well, that's him. Oh my gosh! It's Josh and uh, <laughs> Josh and uh, oh no, I feel bad. This kid's—he's so mad. He's screaming at his pie, his his app right Corey. now. Corey, I want to say Chris. That would have been wrong. Yeah. Corey and Josh, we hear from them more than everybody else. You guys get off your butts and reply. We want to know what your opinions are this on this are ESPR at fm 99com So uh, yeah. let yeah, us yeah, know. We've had Christopher Jeffrey. I haven't heard from Jeffrey. In I haven't a heard while. from Jeffrey in forever. Jeffrey, you still alive? Yeah. Let us know you're still alive, please. I'm we're, emailing we're him right now. Hey, where you been? Chris, you too. We haven't heard from you in a while either. Like, you guys, come on. We, we, we want to make sure you're okay. We're checking in. This is a wellness check. All right, wellness check. Are you still around? I'm but until- I'm emailing <laughs> Jeffrey right now. Okay. But until episode uh, 81, which will be next week, Dave won't be here, man. Nope. So uh, it'll be me talking about something. Not sure what yet, but it'll be good. So tune in next week for Eat Sleep Podcast and repeat. Repeat.